This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is November, February the 9th. Oh, I'm rushing things. 2020. Strong hand. Did I tweet this out? Let me see. Did I even tweet this out? Yeah. Uh, strong hand. Long term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Five-digit round. All right, dudes. Offended by selling. Oh, yeah. You got a taste of that five-digit round. Hey, hello, my elite friends. Check out all the links below. Friday, we had a very special show. Uh, this week at Bitcoin. All the guests were in Asia. They were talking coronavirus. So much noise. People are really wasting a lot of their time worrying about that. If you're in the United States and Canada, focus on Bitcoin, baby. And yeah, we hit that five-digit realm. Now we're in the four-digit, five-digit, four-digit, five. It, dudes, just get used to the five-digit realm. That's the whole point of me saying five-digit realm for months and months and months, for God's sakes. I remember when it was in the three-digit realm. So hello, my elite friends. Check out all the links below, of course. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt. Yesterday's Beyond Bitcoin show was uh, always, always a lot of fun talking about subject matters, including the virus, including politics. Oh, my Lord. Such noise, and there's a lot of noise to talk about today, also. And I just want to I bring up the noise so you understand what's noise and you understand what's real out there. All right. Uh what do we have here? The the oh, I'm going to be in Long Beach February 20th. Those links are below. You can find it about it starts at seven o'clock in Long Beach, February 20th. Uh, there's two links below. Uh, and of course, Las Vegas, and I'm speaking there. And thanks to Gaston in Las Vegas. Thanks to Tone Vase. I will be at the uh, unconfiscatable event. There'll be all sorts of people speaking there. I will be there on February 22nd. Uh, and uh, yeah, we can hang out in, in Vegas at the D on February 22nd. And I'm leaving here, El Paso, on Tuesday. And I'll be in Los Angeles uh, starting Wednesday, for, obviously. For, well, I'll be all around. Uh, I love Southern California. And uh, at the end of the show, I will talk about the wild, wild west. I, I love the wild, wild west. I love the weather of Southern California. Definitely. Looking, I, I'm really looking forward to being in L.A. Dudes. All right. And seeing all of you at Long Beach, Las Vegas, San Francisco later in March. Yeah, it's going to be great. Exciting times here in Bitcoin. Uh, so... On Thursday, I forgot to say, <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to bring up the having hype. And I said, yeah, what I forgot to say was that, hey, we're in another day in 2020. Another day has passed. And we have another yearly fiat high for you fiat freaks. And well, sure enough, uh, today, we, Sunday, we had another fiat freak high for you fiat freaks. And of course, it's it jumps all around the price Five-digit round, four-digit. But, hey, we I know a lot of you fiat freaks are very excited about the five-digit realm. And, hey, it's, it's if it puts a smile on your face, it puts a smile on your face. You should already be in that mentality already. We've been in and out of the five-digit realm, so you should be used to it. You should be used to it by now. And here is a tweet from Bitstein, and he says the difference between 10K in 2017 and 10K in 2020 
is that 10K in 2020 is relatively boring. Relatively. Uh, the main event hasn't even begun. Pound that like button, brother. That's how you think about it, man. One day closer to an all-time high. The main event hasn't even begun. This We are still early in, in Bitcoin. And to stress that point, Mizir Mahmudov says the equivalent of the dot-com bubble of 1999 hasn't happened to Bitcoin yet. I agree. I, I, I've, said, I've said this before. Uh, I think you can say the dot-com bubble hasn't, had, haven't, hasn't happened to crypto yet because a lot of people are like, oh, we had that amazing altcoin season. We had those uh, ICO insanity and so much new money rolled into Bitcoin. We hit it at all-time high. Oh, no, dudes. No, 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 no. That wasn't, a bu- that wasn't anything. You haven't seen dot-com bubblicious type of – maybe this time, maybe 2021 will bring it. Uh, I think the 2021 – well, I will, yeah, 2021 will be bigger than 2017, of course. Will it be our equivalent of the 1999.com bubble? It could be. It might not happen until 2025, though. But if you think you've seen run-ups, if you think you've seen insanity and irrational exuberance, you haven't yet. So the main event, whatever you want to call it, the future is bright, dude. We, we haven't experienced it yet, man. That's why I say we're in this golden age. I cannot predict what's going to happen and how, how wacky and wild it's going to get in the wild, wild west. But uh, that's, why you, that's why you're alive, man. That's why you take a day. That's why you're a long-term thinker. You're not, you're not worried about, you know, there were some people like, oh, it just went to four-digit realm. Does that really affect you? Does that really affect you that, that it was at 10,000 and then went to 99999 for, you know, a night? I mean, maybe tomorrow, who knows what it'll be at? Does that, you got to be a long-term thinker. You can't let these daily things get, get, get you worried and crazy and everything. Uh, again, yeah, I mean, if it puts a smile on your face or whatever, that's good. That's positive. If it makes you worry, that's negative. Okay. You don't, you want to get rid of all negativity, uh, especially short-term thinking negativity, worst type of negativity out there. Long-term thinking should bring positivity and clarity into your life. All right. And that's what we talk about here. All right. So I wanted to bring up the MWC crypto dividend. And when I was running, uh, on, I think when I was running on Friday, I was thinking about it. I, I, I don't know what day last week, it was either Thursday or Friday, uh, that the MWC got so high on Hotbit. Okay. I think it's like 17 or $18 right now. And it's all because of one person, one guy, who represents a, a, a fund of some sort, or maybe he's really rich. I don't, I don't know the specifics, but let's say he represents an entity. He's one entity, one entity uh, who has no common sense whatsoever in terms of, uh, I mean, it's an entity with a, I don't want to insult the person. It's an entity with a lot of money to blow. Okay. And good. If you know, I, I, I don't hate, I don't hate on someone like that. That's great. If you are in an entity with a ton of money, you're like a one percenter or whatever you are. Good for you. I'm glad you got a lot of money. Now, the funny thing is, in the old days, regular guys like me and you and, and everyone out there, we couldn't interact with such people uh, that blew money on wild things like NWC. Okay, I mean, maybe if you owned a Lamborghini dealership or something like that, you'd get to interact. But it was few and far between. It was mostly one percent or like the 
the people who would blow money, like this guy is blowing money on MWC, okay? He's the singular reason this thing is worth so much. And, and you know, he can do whatever he wants to do with his money. This is where the big boys play. This is awesome. And in the old days, we could never have access to such people, okay? The people that would make money off of dudes like that were other very, very wealthy people probably, or just lucky people, people that had, had to be, that were in specific industries. But now look, we, as, as regular people, we got this thing for free and we value our wealth in Bitcoin. This guy is valuing his wealth in MWC, for God's sakes, all right? He thinks, he wants, he thinks MWC is the next Bitcoin, whatever. It, one of the slogans here is Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And that is very obvious. But for some people, they want to gamble. Some entities have so much money. Why not gamble? Why not gamble? And in the old days, we couldn't, we couldn't make, they will go down to the uh, Trump, uh, Trump, uh, Plaza or Trump, uh, Trump Marina, whatever it was called, Taj Mahal in Atlantic City, and they would just gamble. That's what they would do. And Trump would become rich because of them. And, you know, good for Trump, whatever. But now we, we can interact with the, this is the golden age that we're in, that cryptocurrency and Bitcoin has, has brought us to connect us to these wild people. Now, a lot of people hate on them and like, oh, I hate people like that. But no, 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 no. don't let that distract you. Wait a second. Don't be a hater. Be a player, baby. Be be a player of this game, baby. I, if he's going to blow all his wad on MWC and he's going to give me Bitcoin for something I got for free, my, this is what a great world to live in today. And so, uh, yes, this is what cryptocurrency and Bitcoin has brought us to, where we are now connected to these people that we would never be connected to before. They wouldn't get, how would we get their gambling money? We don't own casinos. We don't own the, uh, the Tropicana or whatever the, <laughs> or the big pyramid in uh, Vegas, whatever that thing is. Oh, Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know I will be in Vegas on the 22nd. Okay. So that, that's what I thought about when I was running the other day. Uh, and I hope more, spe again, this guy, this entity, this fund, I hope more and more of them come into the space. I have no problem with them spending money any way they want to and more crypto dividends come to us. And if they want to give us inflated prices for it that I could never have predicted. And, and let me tell you, I did not, no way did I expect there to be one entity to start buying up every MWC for any price possible. I mean, that was, I, 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 I this is like insane, but whatever, this is the wacky world we're living in right now where this could all happen again. More power to him. Let him keep coming. I'm not going to curtail. I'm not going to make fun of the dude or anything. He can do what he wants to do and everything like that. I'm. I was on the other. You know, I'm on the other side where I. I don't want. I want Bitcoin. He wants to give away Bitcoin. That's the way I see it. He's got so much Bitcoin. He just wants to keep giving it away. He great. Good for you, dude. Awesome. That's the world we're living in now. What? What? A, so don't. So people out there who are sitting on the sidelines who are saying, "Oh, this is." This is all going to fall apart. It's all fake. Oh, oh, I want to go back to gold. Can you do this in gold? Did gold connect you to these type of wacky people out there? I mean, what do stock and bonds connect you to these type of people? No, this thing, this new realm that we're in, this golden age connects you to these people. I mean, as I've said in plenty of shows since 2015, Bitcoin is, is a, uh, a pre IPO for regular people. I mean, it's getting us into territory we were never allowed into before because you needed certain qualifications and, or certain membership cards, whatever. There is no, This is where the big boys play. Anyone can come into here, and once you're into this realm, anything goes, baby. 
And I, I am just loving it. Keep on creating people. I am not into destroying everything. We're going to get into that in a second uh, about destruction. And, and here, no, we're going to talk about that right now. Uh, Tezos, <laughs> altcoin flavor of the month. I, and the funny thing about Tezos is we've got all these Bitcoin people out there that are like, oh, hey, you know, Ethereum's a scam. This is a scam. I want Bcash to die, blah, 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 blah. I want this to die, blah. And then they're like, somebody, they're like, I'm buying Tezos. There, there are big people who, who are like, they almost classify themselves as Bitcoin maximalists. They, they really are orthodox about their hatred of uh, Ethereum. And then they, uh, and Bcash, and then they're like, I like Tezos. So this reminds me of Decred a little bit, but much worse than Decred. Much because Decred was an all like th there was a time when Bitcoin people, well, what's your favorite altcoin? And they would say Decred and you know D D Decred and Litecoin are okay. All the others are hard. Decred and Monero and Litecoin are okay, and but all the others are horrible. And but this Tezos thing is like next level type of stuff. I mean. It's uh, all, all sorts of people are, are hyping it up right now. It's just a flavor of the month, just like Decred, you know, it, it came and gone. And, and, you know, I, being a Bitcoin firster, I mean, I don't like labels at all. I, I, people say you're a Bitcoin. I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. I'm, I have no problem with these altcoins existing. That's my base right there. I have no problems with any of them existing. But I'm just saying, I'm hearing a lot about Tezos lately. And some of the people out there that are talking about it are being hypocritical. Um, but they, this is where the big boys play. They can do what they wanted to value your wealth in Bitcoin. Don't gamble on that nonsense. Don't ask me about it either. So <laughs> like, what do I think about Tezos? You know what I think about Tezos. It's just a altcoin flavor of the month. Pound that like button. Now, and I said decred. So all those decred people out there, <laughs> this is the big joke here on this channel. Whenever I say the word decred, the decred fans are like, yeah, he said it. Uh, <laughs> and they're so happy. <laughs> now, decred isn't that, uh, it's not, it's not uh, mentioned the same way it was back in 2017 when it was like, uh, it, it reminds me of, you know, you're in a, in a city and you know, like this kind of out of the way club that only the insider cool kids know about, the hipsters know about. That's what uh, Decred was for, for a while in terms of altcoins. It was like, yeah, man, it, it was the hipster uh, hipster coin, I guess. All right. So the, the equivalent of Club Charles in uh, Baltimore back, uh, uh, if those, those of you in Baltimore are familiar with that, it's probably not a good analogy to give because no one knows what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, I had a lot of fun in Club Charles in my day. When I was valuing my wealth in uh, women, I did well there. Pelmet! So, but value your wealth in Bitcoin. Now, um, that was where a, a, a woman specifically, I've told this story before, it's a ridiculous story, but it, it happened, um, where a, a woman just came up to me and just plopped a rolling rock right next to me and walked away. She bought me, a, a woman bought me a, a beer. Just, and, and, but what it was, was, I mean, didn't even, like, then it was my mood. It was so great, you know? I had the mood. She was attractive. I went over there. And of course, uh, within a few weeks, I had, so now moving on, uh, let's talk about, uh, <laughs> oh God, such memories. Uh, the future is bright though, dudes, when you're valuing your wealth in Bitcoin. You don't need to value your You can have stories about when you used to value your wealth and that other stuff. Uh, and hey, it's just, and that's the funny thing. It's just a story, isn't it? Some of you are like, oh, he's just pulling that out. It's, it's just a story. It's just make, no, it's, it's a real story, but 
in the end of the day, what do I have? It's just a story. I don't have the Bitcoin. I don't have now with the Bitcoin in the future. I'll, I'll talk about all this awesomeness, these shows I did, and I was telling people to get Bitcoin at 300, 400, 500. And people are like, well, I don't believe you. And I'm like, well, look, here, here's the Bitcoin. It'll be much more than a story. Pound it. All right. So all these on Twitter, there's a lot of noise lately. Besides the, the Tezos nonsense, which is which is typical, you know, altcoin flavor of the months. You know, Udi doesn't like Ethereum. I like Udi a lot. Can't wait to hang out with him at the Bitcoin embassy in Tel Aviv. They had a big announcement there tonight. I think we'll hear more about that next week. I'll talk more about it next week. But uh, Udi, he, he doesn't like Ethereum. And he kind of started this joke where he started talking about Tron. And it was funny at first. I mean, it is kind of funny now. But these dudes, they're into the destruction of Ethereum so much that they're hyping up Tron. And they don't even like Tron. In, in a joking way so that it will bother the Ethereum people. And it's just a little game. I mean, what does it really accomplish? I mean, if you do it a few times, it's fun. Now it's 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 built up to be so large that on certain people's Twitter feeds, all they're talking about is Tron and they're saying, oh, Tron is so great. And they're only saying it just to knock Ethereum people and to help and, and maybe influence the market in a way too. And... I would, I, I'll say this, to, to, to wish a destruction, to wish destruction upon Ethereum, I don't, it's not productive. And to spend time joking around about it and then wasting, troning it up about it, I would rather talk about uh, the altcoins that are coming up that are being given out to, for free to Bitcoin holders. So then, you know, you, let the altcoins do what they want to do. And if they do something that, helps us. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Look at all these people that have been worrying about Ethereum for so long, making up little funny stories about Tron and Ethereum. They've never heard of MWC. They didn't get $18. They didn't get a 10% return. That's I Did I say that? That at some point last week, the, the MWC, if you would have sold it, gave you a 10% return on your... Uh, on that airdrop, on that crypto dividend. But would you have known about it if you were like worried about Ethereum and trying to destroy Ethereum and trying to talk about Tron and making a big joke out of it? No. And that's that's kind of unfortunate. That's unfortunate. So you've, you've only got so much time during the day. You can waste it, you know, making funny jokes about Tron and trying to destroy Ethereum and, and worrying about Ethereum maximalists, et cetera, et cetera. I, I just say, let's keep on creating dudes. Let's let's keep on innovating. And the bet, if you're an altcoiner, give it away to the Bitcoiners. I I, I will happily take your altcoin in as a crypto dividend. I will happily do that. If Tron wants to do that, if Ethereum wants, great, do that. Good luck. All of these things can exist. They all can exist together. Okay, I've got no problem with it. Um, but it, it, it is funny that some of the people that are you know, buying into this Tron meme are the same ones that are saying, we don't want people to be scammed by Ethereum. But they're hyping up something as a joke over social media and really magnifying it so that some people really think, and, and I want to clarify this for everyone, the people out there that are saying Tron is so great and Ethereum sucks, they don't think Tron is great. 
And I know there are people that are buying Tron because they're hearing all these people talking about Tron. It's a joke. It's just a joke. And just be careful out there. This is where the big boys play. So you might, a bunch of people might be joking about something and you might think they're serious. And then if you had, if you're impulsive and you don't have a system, you know, buy and hold Bitcoin, you might fall for it. When you don't have a system, when you don't have a long-term thinking and you, you're prone to do things impulsive, you're going to fall for somebody's little joke. And, and it started out as a funny joke by Udi, but it, it's really a big joke now. And so, yeah, Tron's a joke. They're just using it as a joke to rip on Ethereum. And so the, if you see Tron all over social media, don't say, oh, I see word Tron, better buy. Yet many people in this space, that's they see the word Tron uh, and they've actually heard me say the word and they're going to buy it. It's just that's this is where the big boys play. 80 percenters can make their mistakes here. It's pretty funny what happens. Tabal Dakres sent five uh, Canadian dollars. The news is hilarious. A month ago, we were supposedly on the brink of World War Three. <laughs> what happened to that? Now we're going to die from Corona. <laughs> Thank you for the five Canadian bucks. Pound that like button, dude. You're right, man. You're right. What's next? What's next? I don't know. It's, there's always something in the mainstream media that we got to worry about. Now, in China, is it a serious thing? Yeah. They don't, maybe when they use the toilet, they don't uh, wash their hands and stuff. I mean, it's in some of these countries, we have different sanitary conditions here. It's a different place. The Western world, we'll get into that in a second. And Sarah, we got into that on Friday's show, definitely. And there are people, and I, there are people that I respect that are, that are contacting me. They're like, Adam. Your guests were so very wrong about uh, what's going on there. I mean, dudes, everyone, take a little bit of a chill pill here, all right? Has it? Don't, don't like, don't, you only have so much bandwidth, okay? Don't worry about this coronavirus right now if you're in the United States or, or North America, okay? Don't, don't like threat, don't, don't get like kind of up in arms if someone isn't exact in their description of it. It isn't, it, it isn't killing anybody here yet. I mean, it really hasn't made a difference. Uh, here yet so it, it could it still yes but come on people just think logically here this don't don't get in don't buy, we'll get into it in a second if you buy into this worry and into this doom you're not going to be very productive and you're going to be prone to more government slavery okay and be more like government do something do something for this horrible thing that's coming and you don't want to get into that mentality now roman q said bitcoin meister uh, it's getting a bit out of hand. We have maximalists putting Tron in their Twitter names. Um, let's hope that noobs don't fall for it, not realizing it's a joke. Yeah, and I mean, this is where the big boys play. So people are going to have to are going to find out the hard way. Um, those those noobs who are on the channels that are about fancy sets and graphics, they're probably going to fa fall for it because the fancy sets and graphics channels are probably like, oh, look, everyone's talking about Tron. Better make a video about it. <laughs> oh, God. You guys, you do, do your own research, people. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. It's not those people's fault if these people buy Tron, though. It's not. They, they – <laughs> their own fault if you buy tron it's your own freaking fault dudes um now and that's another thing about uh twitter about crypto twitter there, there's so much great stuff you can learn out there but you gotta be ready to be like okay now this smart person has gone on a total insane rant i would i this is the noise part of it i if it, if there's anything that says tron in it ignore 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 <laughs> 
uh, okay, so let's let's you know this is your home of uh, insider information, Bitcoin insider information, and I was contacted by a dude who hasn't contacted me since 2017. He used to give me crypto dividend insider information. We'll call him Danielle from uh, Italy. And he mentions a uh, Taiwan semiconductor manufacturing company. Uh, it's abbreviated TSMC. You can draw your own conclusions from this. A, a source in TSMC told me that they are testing some chips made from Samsung technical sheets. Although the documents indicate the chip as a unit for generic calculations, they are specially specialized for SHA-256. Maybe they want to take advantage of the coronavirus situation. Okay, just forget that part for a second. Or they're considering there is enough room for another ASIC provider. I don't know. Take this info with a grain of salt as the chips are in a very early stage of development and perhaps for mere research purpose. Here's what I get from this dude. You found out about an early stage chip out there that might eventually be competing on the uh, in the Bitcoin mining scene. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Are they is this company thinking that a lot of Chinese companies are not going to be able to work efficiently in the current coronavirus environment? So they're going to make less chips, so this opens up an opportunity to make start a new chip company. I don't know about that. But um, because you said it's in the very early stages and you said it might not even be for SHA-256. But uh, no, that's, I, I appreciate someone sending me information like that. You're, uh, let's keep an eye on Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. Let, let's see if there's a, uh, another uh, competitor in this space uh, pops up in, in the next year or two. Who knows? Maybe you, you'll, you'll remember this and think, oh, I heard that first on the Adam Meister show. But I do appreciate uh, that kind of information there. All right. So here is something that might be partially fake or all true or 100% fake. It is from Reddit. And there's a guy over there, a trader, who says he's uh, gotten, he's received an, an audit from the uh, Internal Revenue Service of the United States of America. And he posts a letter there, and you can read it yourself. It's a pretty brutal letter. He says, want to see what an IRS audit looks like. Now, there are a few people in the thread that say it's a fake. There are a few people in the thread that says, you know, this looks like something the IRS uh, would send out. Maybe it's a combo of the two. But I will say this. Um, if you're a trader, um, Coinbase here, I, I, and I link to this below also, they explain when they send you 1099K tax forms. Will I receive a form 1099K? You must have had, had at least uh, 200 orders with matches during 2019 whose total value is equal to or greater than $20,000. Now, that might sound like a lot, but if you're a day trader going back and forth, I mean, you might have like 200 back and forth and you've automated it. Sir. You can see how someone who's playing that day trade game, okay, and is just taking it for granted, is ignoring that uh, Coinbase's straight up saying, hey, we're, you're getting this form from us. And when you get a 1099K, it's not, it's not only you that's getting it, the IRS is getting a copy of it too. Um, so 
those people re- look at the audit letter. Look how you know how much information they want. So look what you're getting into when you're paying when you're when you're playing this fiat when you're valuing your wealth in fiat. Okay, when you when you're playing in their realm, you can get a letter like that. Okay, and uh, and it doesn't take much. It doesn't take. Oh, I forgot to report my uh, 200 uh, tra- orders that I made or to the $20,000 in trades going back and forth I made in 2019. Uh, I, I'm not going to quote the letter because there's actually, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to FUD uh, anybody out or anything like that, because maybe it's not a hundred percent true. Uh, some of the things they were, they were asking uh, and I'm not an accountant. I can't give an accountant type of advice, but, but look at it. And it, it'll remind you why you should value your wealth in Bitcoin. Uh, don't don't try to you know make pennies off of uh, off of your Bitcoin trades because you, you might uh, end up with a, un, a very unfortunate situation. And I don't wish that letter upon any uh, good person. <laughs> uh, now let's go back to coronavirus real quick. Here is a tweet. From Neil Woodfine, who is in Asia. He's been on the show before. This week I learned that a bit of virus is all it takes to turn many Bitcoiners into fearful authoritarian statists that do a whole lot of trusting and little verification of mainstream media, government, and garbage social media rumors. Yeah, I got to say... that I've seen in the Bitcoin space, a lot of people start to panic over this coronavirus thing. And it kind of, it surprised me that some people are, got this almost status mentality where they're like, oh, the government better take care of it. <laughs> and that they're getting distracted by mainstream media noise. When we hear mainstream media noise about Bitcoin, we don't get distracted. We don't panic. But it seems like some people, they hear mainstream media noise about coronavirus in China, and they think the United States is going to fall apart, (laughs) that everyone's going to get sick here. And I think it's reasonable to just to to think that, you know, it could we could have a a flu outbreak in the United States. We have we have flu outbreaks all the time. We could have a nasty flu outbreak and it could affect some people with compromised immune systems. And if you, if you have someone in your family with a compromised immune system, it's, you know, it is worrisome. I, I mean, my, if someone's like 97 years old, like in my family, I've thought about that. And it's just some, that's part of life. Okay. That, you know, if it comes, we, we will take it, you know, day by day, what, what to do with, you know, our 97 year old and everything, but to start work, otherwise as a healthy young person, which so many Bitcoiners, could very well be, they're young at least, just continue being healthy, continue keeping a healthy mindset, be in motion physically, you know, running, uh, exercising, eat well, uh, and mentally be in motion, and just don't get stuck in this FUD, in in, in all this panic and stuff. It's, It's a waste of time. And it does, it puts you in a mode where you are subservient to the government and you're trying you're, you want them to solve your problems, that's taking you back a few steps away from where the progress that you've made of personal responsibility is new counterculture. Personal responsibility is new counterculture also applies to, to this, to this, to if an illness, a massive illness were to come to the United States of America. 
And so watch Friday's show if you do want to know how, you know, it, it is, you know, people are getting sick in China, the supply chain disruption that it could cause in the United States and why that could be good for Bitcoin. You know, there's always a bright side of things. And Cass 8 said, as a perpetual traveler, how do you get the best deals on Airbnb? You, it, you do it in advance. You make uh, as far in, make your reservations as far in advance as possible. You play, you're a long-term thinker. You just plan as far the the the, the um, you know if it's if you're only doing it a week beforehand, many places are booked, and so the prices are up. People raise their prices. You uh, you get better deals when you when you uh, plan it in advance. So long term thinking that's how. Uh, and same with I mean same with airfare, but it is key with the. Airbnbs it, that that is important because you don't want to get stuck with the real expensive one, the last minute expensive ones. And the other thing with Airbnb, the, the other tip that I've given on the Saturday, you know, if you want to hear more about this, it's beyond Bitcoin type of topic. But Saturday show, I do talk about this. But uh, if you st- some places give week and month discounts, so you stay for a longer period of time, you get a better deal. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen. A week is cheaper than six days. Sometimes this is how many, how big the discounts can be. Roman Chu said, "Bitcoin Meister, ninety percent of the traders lost money. Oh yeah, at least. Then they have to pay taxes. Yeah, get audited and pay, and then pay thousands of dollars to accountants. Yeah, I would rather just hold my Bitcoin. Couldn't say that better myself. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Don't value it in a." Uh, in that nonsense uh, fiat stuff. But I mean, if you play in the fiat world, if you go back into their world, into the dollar world, you're going to play by their rules and their rules. That's what happens. So let's talk about nation states real quick. We talked about uh, China. I know. Well, what do I want to talk about here? We talk, uh, we'll talk about Andreas Antonopoulos real quick. Then we'll go back to China. There's a clip out there. It's so good of Andreas Antonopoulos. Uh, he destroys some tired old FUD. Do you have any concern of a nation st- state attack on Bitcoin? And he says, I don't worry about that at all. But th- it's more. It's much more than that. And that's for all you freaks out there that keep like, oh, no, a, a country could d- attack Bitcoin and destroy it. Andreas rips that apart in that clip. Link to below. It's like only two minutes. I retweeted it. Follow me on Twitter at TechVault. Uh, and Twitter, by the way, today, like, I'm, never, I'm not even going to say what, <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's noise. I don't want to, I don't want people distracted. All right. <laughs> China Bitcoin talk. Oh God. You know, all this noise. Why don't we talk about some China Bitcoin noise? That, that was, that was a classic from 2016. We used to we hear about, you know, China. Oh, China did this. China did that. But although China, see, this is from an article from Being Crypto. Although China seems hostile toward cryptocurrencies, its citizens still seem to be following it closely. On Weibo today, many in China were surprised to find that Bitcoin was trending after breaking past the $10,000 price point. It seems that the world is once again paying attention to Bitcoin now that it has broken past the milestone yet again. So again, a lot of Chinese people aren't going out right now. So they're stuck at home. And that's unfortunate for them, but it was on their Weibo. It was Bitcoin was trending. And the more things look down there in terms of 
this disease and that the, the country might have to print a lot more money. This could really be economic. It could cause some economic, it will cause some economic havoc in China. That will get more people interested in Bitcoin. And the funny thing about uh, sometimes people, there's a FOMO. And if they're stuck at home, not able to do what they usually do, they're going to be on the computer. If something starts trending like Bitcoin and they're like, oh, $10,000, they might start FOMO. And, and that's the point of this article that uh, uh, they did start talking about it more once it got over 10000 Now, that doesn't make sense logically. Logically, they should be buying, well, maybe talking about it logically. They don't start talking about it until the price goes up. But buying it, they should have been buying it for a while. So now they start talking about it, that it's over 10000 They're all stuck at home. They know they're, they're going to have an economic problem. This is when they start buying it, maybe. Who knows? Hey, I'm looking on the bright side. But it was trending on Weibo. So and if, if, if the Chinese people wanted to, they could uh, make a huge difference in, in the Bitcoin price. They just didn't value their wealth. And I know it's kind of hard to get a hold of it there, but if they didn't blindly believe their government, and a lot of them don't, and didn't value their wealth in Yuan, and a lot of them don't, uh, and they will, they will get into Bitcoin one day. They really, at a, at a huge pace that everyone always have has has wished for and anticipated. Gordon Meester says, well, talk, we're talking about Bitcoin traders. Why don't we talk about Bitcoin traders again? Because again, they're in the ecosystem. This is where the big boys play. All right. I, I fully accept that they're Bitcoin traders here. Let them do what they're going to do. We're going to do what, you know, that, that's the beauty of Bitcoin. If you live in the Bitcoin overlay, you're truly independent. It doesn't matter what anyone says. You do your own thing. You're, you're going your own way in Bitcoin. So if people, it doesn't hurt me that people trade. It doesn't hurt I, I still have personal, it doesn't tempt me. It doesn't hurt me. I stick with my system. They can do their system, if you call that a system. But Tour de Meester has a tweet. Bitcoin traders aren't satisfied with traditional finance standards. They're used to trading 24-7, using Bitcoin for margin, etc. Over time, this will put significant pressure on Wall Street firms and by extension on regulation. So this is a great point. We are uh, breathing a whole new a whole new type of trader here in the in the Bitcoin space in the crypto space, twenty four seven trading. Okay, no no rules type of stuff. And so if the Wall Street type of people that are in the stocks and bonds and everything that shut down at five o'clock, they're going to either have to adapt or lose all their gamblers to the Bitcoin side of things. At the same time, there are all these financial entities, these institutions that are coming into Bitcoin that have made these. Ice products, all these products, and some of them aren't that successful because they are following those old rules. That there's trading periods, there's 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 strict uh, rules, etc., like that. So my first advice to all the people that are going to make these crypto futures, Bitcoin futures, Bitcoin this, Bitcoin derivatives, that if you want to attract the 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 gambler, if you want to attract the Bitcoin trader, you got to make it at least twenty four seven. All right. And and banks also, if you want to be a Bitcoin bank, you're going to have to be 24-7, dude, in, in some major, major way to, to compete with Bitcoin. And some people say, well, I can already get my, my money. You know, I can play it at my Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citibank site. I can play, play there 24-7. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is 
that you move from one account to the other, you know, to pay your credit card with your, your bank account. And it doesn't get credited right away on a weekend. It, it takes longer on a weekend. So Bitcoin is, I think is going to, is going to change a lot of the traditional uh, financial industries to become truly 24 seven or they will die uh, or they just won't be as big anymore. And all the people that we're living in, we are just living in a 24 seven, no days off, uh, world now. I mean, this is the golden age. This is the modern way. So real soon, if not already now, those that close for weekends or close for holidays, they're in the past, man. That that's the past. This is this is the future, baby. We're living it. And speaking about that, I'm going to close with a song, a corny song that's actually from the late '80s, I believe. But it talks about the '90s. It and. And whenever I hear it, it is, it's still inspirational <laughs> because it's, it's, it's a positive song. And it's about the – I started thinking about it when I was running today because I'm very excited about uh, getting out of El Paso. No offense, El Paso, but getting to beautiful Los Angeles where the weather is 70 every day. And, um, and it's wild, wild there. It is the wild, wild west. And that is the song by the Escape Club, Wild, Wild West. Uh, and for me, it's a very happy song. It puts a big smile on my face, as you can see. She's so mean. I don't care. I love her eyes and her wild, wild hair. Dance to the beat that we love best. Heading for the 90s, living in the wild, wild west. I love that. And so we are, uh, we're not heading for the 90s anymore. Uh, we are way past that. But we're heading to something so much bigger. And baby, is it wild. And... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you might not interpret that song that way. I sure do. But I'm that kind of dude that's always looking forward to the future and wild, wild, unpredictable times. And that's why I, I do love uh, the West. Uh, it's it's a little bit more unpredictable than the East Coast. Got to love my Baltimore, but uh, L.A., baby, it is filled with the in-motion unique beast and no there's a lot of insanity there too and people that are complete uh virtue signalers but there are of all the big cities in america it is the uh the, the true unique beast uh out there are a lot of true unique beasts out in la and i'll be happy to join them very very soon living in the wild wild west heading for the 90s pound that light one i'm adam meister the bitcoin but listen to the song it's it's not you probably the video is really weird too but it's, it's entertaining to me pound that like button bang that bell button click on the squares i will say hi to all you guys in the chat i'm the bitcoin meister the disrupt meister and all that other good stuff pound it and new show here every day. We'll ha hopefully it'll be earlier, much earlier tomorrow. I got to get an early on an early schedule before I get out of here. Oh look, I'm making it. Look, I'm echoing it there. It's so annoying. I can't find the button to uh, to get out of here. Where is it? End stream. Bye. I'll say hi to you in the chat.